By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area. It's BS in the Morning on KSLQ and Westplex 107.1. It is BS.show. I don't know about that song. I don't know why I've never liked that song. Maybe I think it's fun. It's a it's fun. It's a violent song about somebody shooting somebody dead. Oh How's really? It? Yeah, you know, listen to the lyrics. No, sometimes but, I just listen to the beat. Oh, you're like you're like the Dick Clark girl. Hi, I like it. You can dance to it. I give it a ninety eight. Yes, actually, <laughs> I am one of the Dick Clark girls. <laughs> Younger listeners going like, "Who's Dick Clark?" Right? Yeah. And what <laughs> you, does that? Mean? You know what? It amazes me that you and I are up there in years. Okay, it amazes me. That in some Speak instances, for well, no, no, no. I mean, we're not, cup. we're not in our twenties, okay? We're not teens or twenties, okay? And in some instances, I'm surprised that people who are like in their teens and twenties and even early thirties know so much of the history of like the fifties and sixties and seventies. They do well, and I think part of that has to do with the fact that there's so many different, still TV channels. Now it's like you know streaming and stuff like that, and there's so much out there. And not only that, if you watch if you watch regular broadcast TV and you go to like the you know the the sub channels like the five dot two and the five dot three like Eon and things like that have all these old TV shows on it. You know, Murder She Wrote and yes, you know it's stuff like and it's on every Matlock sing- right. It's on ev- it's on every single day. Every single day, there's like you know it's like you know it's like hours of that stuff on TV. Yes, at least is. on the sub channel. And my mom used to sit and listen to all of it. She listened or she'd watch? She watched. She watched and she listened. Yes. Okay. She and didn't she didn't know that that was a thing. She sat there in her size five shoes, right? Uh yeah, five four B actually. You know, your mom could make a killing on eBay right now. Could you know why? She totally could. Well you would not believe the beautiful shoes that that woman had. Well, the point being that had boxes. Each of them had boxes. Well, I'd she hope she filled they... up a whole closet. Well, the point being, the point I was going to make is that I buy boots off, excuse me, off eBay, okay? And typically, uh-huh. and I always look for Belleville boots, which believe it or not, are made right across the river in Belleville, Illinois. One of the few. Hence the name. Yeah, Belleville boots. And there are tons of boots on their size five, size five and a half. I'm going like, who wears these? You know? Actually, your mom would, right? Really not. There may be more now, but there surely wasn't back in the. What that in the nineties? That size shoe? I mean, you're saying women didn't have that size foot back then? No, they did. It's just that they didn't have as many shoes as they do now in that size. Why is that? I mean, um, do you know? Probably a- because our feet are getting bigger. Do you know? And any- very little people. I did that. Didn't come out right. Very. Um, yeah, I, d- I don't even know how to come back from that. But. Of, the, of the women you know, and I don't know if you're an expert on j- j- uh, gauging sizes, but do you know any women that wear like a size five? Shoe? I do. You do? But they're also, they're little people. They're they're not little people. They're sh- they're sh- they're vertically challenged. Well, how tall was your mom? Five foot one. So she was she wasn't very tall at all then. No, she was a little bitty thing. Okay. With big boobs. And where'd you come from? <laughs> exactly. You know, whenever it rains, I know I've told this story before, but whenever it rained and got nasty in North County, yeah. my mom would go down in the basement. And she would take this little, 
I need to find this picture. She would take this little crocheted bag um, and take it down there with her. And it had all of her good jewelry. And it had one picture of her and I when I was a little baby and she was holding me. And I was almost bigger than her. Well, I mean, as far as she was, she was bigger than me, but for her little frame, she well, had a big baby. Okay. There's, there's, there need to be some questions asked here. Whenever it stormed, was she afraid like there was going to be a tornado was going to yes. take down her house? Yes. Yeah, she was involved in one when she was a little girl. Okay. So and it traumatized her. So she had all her good jewelry in like a little crocheted bag. Um, it was a yeah. It wasn't crocheted. It was um quilted. Okay. But yes. And she had <laughs> this was like in other words, and I'm not making fun of this. I think this is sort of interesting. These were like the most precious things in her life. Then that's what she would yes. take to the basement. Yes. And would she take you <laughs> or leave you upstairs, uh, Shelley? No, because <laughs> I was out on the back porch. Woo-hoo. <laughs> well, wouldn't she so say to you, my dad. Oh, hold, hold, wouldn't she say to you, Shelly, I think the storm is bad. I think you should come down to the basement with me. Oh, all the time. And you would say, woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the thing about that is she took Tiffany downstairs. She watched Tiffany quite a bit when I was working and going to school. Right. When she was a little girl and. She would take down her, take her down there. Right. So now Tiffany has this incredible fear of storms. Really? Just, she's actually much better now than she used to be, but it used to just. Well, no, hold on a minute. When, when, devastate her. When Tiffany was a paramedic. She, she was a little girl when well, I, my I, mom did this. I know, but, but. So that's how she grew up thinking if you go to the storm, it's going to be bad. You need to go in the basement. Does she still have that fear of storms, Tiffany? Yeah. Okay. Yes. It's okay. not as bad as it was, but yes. Okay. But when she was a paramedic, there were times she was called out when the weather was terrible because, you know, there she were accidents actually, and things like that. Yeah. She actually fought through her fears and she would be on there. And there were times when that bus was rocking because of the weather. The ambulance. Because they're high centered. The ambulance. Yes. So, and she was like, did that bother her? Or did she, I mean, did it bother, I guess it. she probably showed on the outside that, you know, she had nerves of steel, but on the inside she's going, oh, crap, I can't believe I'm in this storm. Yes, that's where's, pretty much. I think that actually scared her more than when she um, had a triple murderer in her bus, in her ambulance, and she was the driver and the other paramedic was the person that took care of this person. Yeah. And, um, in other words, when you say triple murder, this person ju- just killed three people, but he was alive. He'd been shot as well too then. Yes. Okay. So she's sitting there and she's driving the police, you know, think she's fine. So they, they like go and leave her with this triple murderer. Well, then this, uh, Hispanic gang came up and, um, wanted retaliation on the so, dude on the dude that was in the ambulance correct okay and so they opened up the door and tiffany was um moved in the front real quick and just slammed on the gas and she's like hold on and she just beat feet out of there because they were going to kill the guy who's in the back of the ambulance correct and who knows what they would have done with them they they just would have been collateral damage wow wow 
you know, your daughter is an impressive woman. You know what yes, I mean? Yes, she is. I'm Thank telling you. you. I mean, you know, you know how I, because of the fact that I grew up with this very strong-willed and very well-educated mother. Okay, who I am, loved you? I am no. I am very comfortable around very successful, strong-willed women. I mean, I told you the story that when Karen Carroll took over as our general manager of the radio station, there were guys who literally quit because they weren't working for no woman. And to, and to me... By it, golly, by gory. Well, yes. And to me, I told you the story about J.C. Corcoran when when this, when this his station, when 93.7 got bought, he was the morning guy, 93.7, and Karen Carroll became his boss because, you know, the company that Karen Carroll worked for had bought these other stations, and all of a sudden, Karen Carroll was his boss. He hated that. He had this he had this sound effects he'd play of, like, this dinosaur, like, Rawr! you know, like you'd see, like, like in the movies, like some big T-Rex who's, like, screaming and yelling. He, he, he Whenever he talked about her he'd play that that sound and <laughs> next hour okay <laughs> next hour uh remind me to tell this story about jc corcoran being wanting running into karen carroll's husband at chesterfield mall <laughs> it's, it's it's i physically ran into well th- let me say he's walking one way and karen carroll's husband walking the other way and they see each other, and I'll tell the rest of the story about what happened. But see, I've always been extremely comfortable with, you know, with, and and what's interesting to How me. How can you say that? Because you're, you're like all twittery when you're around me. No, 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 no. What do you mean a twittery around you? I you mean, know, just I don't know. There's some guys. Some you're just not comfortable with me. Oh, baloney. There's some guys. There are some what? guys that 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 are afraid of women who empower and other men. It's true. They well, no, no, are. No, they are. And and they're and they're and, and there's some guys who are just afraid of women in power. And there's some guys that represent women in power. Okay, okay. Go back fifty years. Most businesses, almost all businesses, were run by men. You know, I mean, like when I first got in the radio business, the only people in uh, except uh, for daycares. Daycares well, but, were run by but, women. But that's different, though. I mean, there's always been it's business. Not different. No, it's there's always been businesses that women have have been front and center. I mean, for a long time, it was all women nurses. What are you talking about? You know, it hasn't been like the last until the past twenty or thirty years. You see male nurses because it was always nurses were always women, always. You just didn't see male nurses. The only time you saw male nurses was if they were in the military and they came out of the military. But even then, you didn't have that many male nurses. Because you go back to World War II, you know, and even Korea, go go back and watch the mass shows, you know, all the nurses in the operating room with Hawkeye, all women. You know, the doctors were all men, the nurses were all women. That was the way it was. And and if you got into the into the uh, army uh, and you were a woman, you essentially had certain jobs you could do. I mean, and certain jobs you couldn't do. Remember, up, up until recently, women couldn't be in combat. Combat, you didn't have any women pilots. I mean, there have been incredible stories about. There's this one. There's this one pilot you can watch her. I can't remember his name. Um, interesting woman, and she flew an A-10. I don't know if you know what an A-10 is. They call it the Warthog. And the A-10 is this incredibly tough aircraft. It's pre- it's predominantly made for ground support. It's 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 like a fighter. It's an attack. You know, that's is that how... what we saw when we went over to uh, Spirit? No, there were I, there were only A-10s over there. The A-10, and and she was in like you know the first Gulf War, um, and she got hit by this rocket. Okay, and literally, there's pictures of her. 
uh, you can see there's pictures online of her after she landed the thing back at the base. I don't know how in the world she flew the plane. I mean, there's big pieces missing off the plane. You well, know, she's a professional. Well, but she tells the story about about how you know you know her training kicked in. She was an Air Force uh, Academy graduate and the whole bit. And it's interesting. The men she flew with were very very respectful of her, but other guys in the military were not because she was one of the first women who actually saw combat as you know as as an aviator. And you Did know, she cried like a girl. No, she was like cool. Well, then and why collect- are they because her. that's a man's job? Come on, you you know some of these guys, these Cretans. Yeah, I do. That's a man's job. Women don't do that. Women aren't attorneys. Women don't women don't run companies. You know that kind of a thing. You know, and, women doesn't run the country. Well, and and if you Actually, and if you've ever talked huh? to any women who've been on construction sites who are in construction, like on road crews. And I'm not making fun of this. I know how this works. I have a friend of mine that's in the construction business who does roads and things like that. He tells me that the the supervisor, the foreman, whoever the crew, typically if they're working on the road, like you know the the person who holds the stop and the and the wait sign, you know what I mean? Yes. You know that's a woman, and they put her there on purpose because they don't want her messing with other stuff. That's her job. She's they the don't li- want her pushing the buttons. They don't want her messing with the with the construction equipment. Just. Just like you not let me push the buttons. You can come and push the buttons anytime you want. But the problem oh, is <laughs> you don't know what you're doing. So you uh, can teach me. That's what you do. You're my mentor. Well, unfortunately, this piece of equipment that I'm running right now, there's a there's a warning tab on it. There's two warning tabs on it. It says it has the prop- no Shelly bar. It has the Proposition 65 warning, and What's you know that? that's the stupid California thing that the Prop 65 warning is on everything. You know, some goofy law that passed in California decades ago that you could get cancer from looking at uh, looking at a, a bowl of cereal. You know what I mean? That's you know that's the whole oh thing. my goodness yes. And, okay, and the other little reader says warning not to be toyed with by women who are. On the air. So it says right there. Uh-huh. There's a lot of women on the air that will pop you like a tick, buddy. <laughs> Some of them, yes. Okay. We have to take a Am break. I wrong? What? They're going to pop me like a tick? Uh-huh. No, most of the women I know in the radio business, I have a great relationship with. And you see, I told you the story with my traffic network. I had all women working for me because of the fact that that what did what did all these radio stations want? They wanted a woman on the air, a but they traffic bunny. They wanted a traffic bunny. That's exactly because that way they had a woman on the air. So most of my most of my people who worked for me were women, you know. And the sad part of it is that most of these women I gave their most of them was their first job in the radio. Most of them had applied at radio stations and had never been hired because, you know, we're not going to say that's why they weren't hired, but we can pretty much surmise that's why they weren't hired because they were women. They didn't want women on the air. To this day, matter of fact, there still goes on. There's a, and we'll talk about it next break. There's a couple big cases. There's one in Chicago that's still going on with, 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 I mean, if I told you about this. About a woman? Uh, we'll, we'll talk about it next or break. Or a man we're, about no, a no, man no. and a dog. No. <laughs> Where did the dog come from? No, I'm sorry. I'm going to go see a woman this about is, a dog. This is the story of a girl. Who no, that's that's uh, Matt Damon. What was that? I don't know. Robin Williams and Matt Damon. I have no idea. Okay, we have to take a break. It's 629. It's a chick flick. You should know it. It is BS.show. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. It is 634. A Wednesday morning. It is Shelly's favorite day. It is hump day. Hold on a minute. I have something... Um, 
Um, okay, never mind. Are you there, Shelly? I guess she's not there. No, okay. I really am. Okay. We were <laughs> talking about... my pot down because I'm noisy and I, I piddle around here. Ooh, okay. Okay, we were talking about, um, last break, about women in radio, specifically women in high power positions and, and, and not so specifically women in radio. And, hold on a minute. And how a lot of that behavior is gone, which, once again, is good. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying the behavior was bad. It still happens. There's a guy in Chicago that lost his job last year. Maybe it was the year before. And he'd been on the air for like 20 years. Very highly rated morning show. And he had like a steady cast of women co-hosts with him that were there for like three, four, five years. And then they would quit. And the reason, you know why they quit? I do not. Because he was a butthead, and he would harass them, and at some point in time, you know, sexually harass them, or sexually intimidate them, or ask them for sex, okay? And I'm going... Do men get that same treatment? Well, we, but yes, but most guys... Would, oh, I t- okay. No, 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 no. I'll, see, once again, I told you, once upon a time, I was a police dispatcher, right? Yes, Brad. Okay. And... As a young dude, I was I was I was just barely. You were actually a young dude sometimes. Yeah, can you believe that? I just barely turned eighteen when I when I got my job as a police dispatcher. Okay, and one night we had a guy coming to the police station mm-hmm. who was bleeding, who had obviously been been beaten, and had a black eye. You know, and in other words, you could tell he had been previously beaten. But he was just freshly beaten as well, too. You know what I'm saying? I mean, oh, okay. Yes, I do. He had some old beat marks and some new fresh stuff, some new blood. And he came in and was very sort of weird. The officers asked him what had happened. He was very cagey, wouldn't really say. It turned out that he had an abusive wife who beat the crap out of him on a, on a daily, not a daily, but on a regular basis. Not, you know, once a week, but it just, you know, sometimes three or four days, and she'd punch him and stuff like that. And he didn't know what to do. Because, do you know why? Because he was a dude, and dude don't, dudes don't uh, right. report dude, stuff like that, well, because dude, it's not manly. Yes, it's not manly. Dudes don't report the fact that, a woman beat the crap out of them, okay? Yeah. They just don't. I mean, I'm no. not, I'm not saying they don't, but typically, and you don't hear about it much, but there is spousal abuse or there you is. Know, uh, by women beating up men, the, you know? And, absolutely. Right. So it's one of those things where your point is, well, don't, don't women ever abuse men? Yeah, they do. But yet, for the most part, the guys won't admit it because although things are changing now because, you know, back in the day, you had to be He-Man, you know, had to be tough, you had to be John Wayne, you had to be, you know, the one of those kind of guys. the onset of the demasculinity <laughs> <Right>? of man. <laughs> Where toxic masculinity the whole bit. But yeah. this guy in Chicago, it turned out like after, after they, I mean, once again, it's like the Harvey Weinstein thing. It's been going on for years and years and years and the women had started to put up with it. And finally... Something happened where the women say, eh, not putting up with this anymore. And they all came forward. And there were like five or six women, all co-hosts of him, who came forward. And the guy got fired. Finally, he got fired. And he was making like a million two a year. You know, no way. He, oh, yeah, yeah, making a lot of money. Some of these guys in the major markets can make some serious dollars. 
I mean, it's it's surprising. There's guys. So how do they do that? Do they do that by their sales staff, or do they do that by selling their own? time combination thereof are they do endorsements and stuff like that most of the radio stations have a deal we could do endorsements i want to do endorsements like like for a guy like dave glover he doesn't do it much as he used to since they put him on camo x he doesn't do this but he would get he's on camo x yeah they moved him like two years ago Uh yeah shows you what you know i've been too busy about worrying about our stations right well anyway he used to do endorsement spots and the deal was every time the commercial played when you listen to 971 every time the commercial played the radio station got x amount of money like the radio station get a couple hundred bucks and dave glover would get like 50 bucks every time you heard a commercial hi this is dave glover i want to tell you about my friends and blah 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 every time that happened he got 50 bucks so but see it's a spiff but dave was smart it's just like and the interesting thing was, how did Guy Phillips last so long? Because he was really good with clients. He would, you know, he'd wine and dine. He'd go out to dinner with clients, with the salesperson. He'd go out here and he'd go, like, have, you know, have them over to their house. He'd invite them over, you know, hey, come over to my house, watch TV and stuff like that. And the clients go, oh, wow, I get to go over to Guy Phillips' house. I get to watch football with Guy Phillips. So a lot of DJs, it's changed, but there's still guys out there who are like, weirdos who you know once again who do you get that sits in a 10 by 10 foot room that talks to themselves for four hours a day they're a little bit strange okay most of them are let's be honest with you you know i'm a little bit strange maybe a lot strange okay but i get the fact that but haven't you done that for like your entire life yes but there was a time when i first got in the radio business that our my immediate boss my program director would tell us the sales department is the enemy they were the enemy and there was there was how is that possible because bread and butter but i you know, once again i agree with you 100% and i always thought to myself okay i don't quite understand that why are they the enemy because of the fact that if they don't sell any advertising just like you and me if you if you and i don't sell advertising guess what happens to this radio station it goes off the air because it's not like the God Squad stations where people are just saying, oh, you're so wonderful. Here's a $1,000. I'm going to send you the mail. Just keep playing that God Squad music. It doesn't work like that with us. People don't say that. They do. No, <laughs> they don't. They're back. Hold it. it. Hold it. Here's a, here's a recording, here's a recording of, of, of someone who's listening to a God Squad station. Ready? Oh, you guys are so wonderful. I love that God Squad music you play. Here's a $1,000. That was actually a recording of someone. <laughs> that actually is probably not too far from the truth. Well, but remember, I told you the story. Saying. I told you the story that I found. I, I I shouldn't talk about this because I'll get myself in trouble with some well, listeners. Well, then don't talk well, about no, it. I, you always preface that with. Um, okay, because some people always. some people may find this offensive. Okay, I, oh. I can tell you an interesting story. I can ask radio people in this market i and i've done it before and i and there are people you know that that i know that i have asked this question to i said hey joy 99 yeah how much money do you think that station makes eh, two three hundred thousand dollars a year i said try 10 million and they went what yes. 10 million dollars yes 10 million dollars okay i can i can look it up right now matter of fact i can i can show you here i'll do it right now Okay, I can I can look at their balance sheet because of the fact that they are on this website. Here, the name of the company is called Gateway Creative Broadcasting. Okay, if you just type into Google, anybody can do this right along with me. Gateway Creative Broadcasting, O D D C I S T I N G. Okay, chances are the first thing that comes up, like for me, 
Once again, here it is. ECA is ECAF, and this is an organization that is in ecfa.org, and you and you go to, and it's an accredited organization profile. And it says, Gateway Creative Broadcasting operates two Christian music radio stations in St. Louis metro area and several syndicated cities, okay? So they're now in other cities. I don't know if you knew that or not. They're, they're, they're syndicating boost, okay? Their, their revenue is a little bit down. They're this, syndicating what? Boost. It's the format they do. Boops? Okay? B-O-O-S-T. Boost. Oh. Like you're going to boost. Oopsie. Okay. Little misunderstanding okay. there. I'm reading their balance sheet, okay? Uh-huh. Top line revenue, cash donations, $6.3 million. Other revenue, $1.1 million. Total revenue, $7,471,345. Expenses, $6,929,000. Where do they spend $6 million? For a year? For, this is for a year. Okay. That's got to be salaries. But $7 million? Okay. Dude, I, I okay. don't know. This is the problem. I want an expense account. Do they have an expense account? <laughs> no, hold on a minute. Okay. This is the problem with not-for-profits <laughs> is that it shows it shows total expenses. Then it says excess or deficit. Okay? In a regular company, that would be the profit line. It would be net profit. Okay? Excess. They made a half million dollars. $542,000. Okay. Now, if you go back... If you go back and look at their history, that's I think we're we're looking at that's 2021. In 2020, they did they did over eight million dollars. In 2019, they did a little bit shy of 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 eight million dollars. And in 2018, they did over ten million dollars. It's all people sending them money, donations. Yes. People just sending them money. Okay. Yes. And once again. You know, let me tell you, here in the market, you and I, we had lunch with Jeff Allen, and he bragged about the fact that after 20 years, 97.1 did $7 million in sales. Okay? This place is doing $7 million at least every year. And once again, here the, the interesting part of this is because they are not for profit, they don't pay any taxes. They're not, yes, Brad, we know all that. They're not paying any FCC fees. You know the Which FC- just bothers the crap out of you. It does. Because it's like me with churches. If you know the reason you get these these guys in government say, "Well, you know, you got to pay your your personal now the whole thing is, you know, you saw you were in the meeting once where we were with Mayor Pagano from St. Peter's and he yes, went he goes ballistic. He hates Bill Eigel cuz Bill Eigel is trying to get rid of the personal property tax, okay? And that's money that the cities get. The cities and the counties get that personal property tax money, okay? So Did, Was that in his campaign? Bill Eichel's talked about that forever. Matter of fact, that's one of the things. Okay, he's, so that wasn't his case. Yes, he wants to get rid of. So part- they basically knew it was coming. No, no, no. He just they he keep they keep trying to pass this bill and never gets passed. Okay, because they want to get do away with personal property tax. Because you go to Illinois, you don't have personal property tax. You know, you don't have personal property tax in Florida either. Okay, but the point I'm making is. Oh, you have is, a point. Well, the argument that the mayors will yeah. make is that when you pay that personal property tax, that real estate tax, you're funding our police department, our fire department, our streets department, blah 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 blah. Okay. Blah 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 blah. blah, blah. Okay, I get that, and that's true. You are the personal property. Excuse me, personal property tax and real estate tax goes to fund essential services and some non-essential services like parks and things like that. But that's a whole other story. Okay, the churches don't pay that. So when they dial nine one one and the police show up, or the fire department shows up, or the paramedics show up, they're not paying for that. You and I are. They're not paying for it. 
They don't pay for the streets. They don't pay for anything because they're tax-free. And once again, I think that's wrong. I mean, you know, it's just like, you know where, where Sager Junior High is, or Sager Middle School right there on Central School Road? Oh, is that the, the little the, it's, the, the it's, kid? It's right next. It's right the, next. The, um, it's across the highway. On. It's across the, the grade school next to Hollenbeck? No, 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 no. No, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Excuse, sorry. I'm sorry. It's 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 you're, you're correct. That's it's, Seeger. It's, it's, it's not Sager. It's Hollenbeck. It's Hollenbeck. You're correct. I'm wrong. Hollenbeck's right there in Central School Road. Okay. Right. That's that's a across high. the street. Yes, and it sits right next to Central School. Across the street, they bought a big automotive repair facility. It used to be owned by this crane company called Missouri Crane Company. They bought it. Okay. First off. They don't do anything there. You go by there. There's never anything there. It's where they used to have. They used to have all the recycling bins for cardboard. Remember that? They had. Ton- uh-huh. I'd go re- recycle cardboard there all the time. Gone. Okay. One year when I was voting there, uh, I go and there's voted a, at Hollenbeck. Yeah, I, I was. I was going in, and the guy running for for school board was t- telling me how you know he was already on school board and he wanted to get reelected. And he's telling me how they run such a tight budget, blah, blah, blah. And I and I literally it's across the street and I pointed to him, I go, why did you buy that? And he goes, Well, we needed that for support services. It's called the Jerry Berber Support Services Building or something like Is that. Is that what that is for? There's never anybody there. It's always it's like it's storage or something like that. And I said to him, I said, well first off, you did two things. You spent taxpayer dollars on a building that that you know that you don't hardly even use because I used to live right down the street and there's never anybody at the place. You don't ever see anybody there. Secondly, when that's they, true, you do not. When they bought the building, it came off the tax rolls. So in other words, there used to be a guy who owned that building who pays real estate taxes every year for that building, right? Not guess yep. what? There's nobody paying real estate taxes because it's the school district. School district doesn't pay taxes. So in other words, they sort of slit their own throat. You know, I mean, they 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 shot themselves in the foot, whatever. You know, they're they're you know they come. Oh, we need more money. They they took that off the tax rolls. They shouldn't have done that. Anyway, how are you talking about that? It must. Be I don't you. know. Must be you. <laughs> Only you. M B Y. What? M B Y. M B Y. Must be you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's six forty nine. <laughs> it is BS dot show. I'm Shelly. She's Brad, and no, that is not Dua Lipa. That is Britney Spears. I told the story that not this past Friday, but the Friday before, I was driving. I was going to pick up some parts up in northeastern, excuse me, northwestern Illinois, and I'm listening to a radio station guy. Hey, that's the lace from Elton John and Dua Lipa. I'm going. No, it's not. I had to come back and check. Elton John has done a duet with Dua Lipa, but not that one. That's with Britney Spears. And when I said that to Shelly, she went, Britney Spears? I go, yes, that's Britney Spears. Are you back? I'm back. Did you go in your garage? I did. Did you look at the car? I did. Does it work? It does. Okay. This Bravo. Is, oh, no, this is sort of inside baseball, okay? I have spent more time at our transmitter site. Uh, I've been there, I think, since last week. I've been there every single day, some days twice. Okay, we're trying to get our RDS fixed, which is the stuff that comes up on your dashboard. Okay, here's the problem, Shelly, and we'll talk about this on the air. The external unit that has the scrolling stuff that used to be on, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. I can't get the external unit to work. I, No matter what I do, I can't get it to work. So I called the nice customer support people, and this is like 7 o'clock at night last night, and once again, 
the customer support people are on the Eastern time zone. They're actually they may be in the in the Atlantic time zone. They're two hours ahead, so it was like nine o'clock their time. And I called. I get the answering service. The guy calls me back and he walks me through. He can't figure it out either. We can't get the external one to work. That's the internal one. And this is sort of inside baseball stuff. That's the internal RDBS system, and it has limited fields. So in other words, I only have so many. I noticed that. I only have so many characters to play with. Mm-hmm. Okay. So for the time being, Pez is on. His phone number's there, and his website's there, and it talks about talks his, about his area code's not there. I can't fit it in. Oh, I got it. I'm short one. Well, digit. it's up. I'm and, short. And yes. If you know what we're talking about. Pez Pezamenti, Josh Pezamenti, they have a business called GoPez, and it's a dot um, com. GoPez.com. Yeah, GoPez.com. Yes, and they are a hardscape company, a landscape company, and a pest control company. And they are very good at what they do. Extremely good. Like they are masters at their craft. Right. And they're good humans, too. And they're one of our advertisers. And yes, they are. And we had some changes with the radio stations where we had to move some equipment around. And yep. the piece of equipment that used to be in 107.1 is now not there anymore. So I put in another piece of equipment that used to be on KSLQ. And for some reason, it does not want to work. And it's been driving me crazy because this is the piece of equipment that generates the characters that show up in your display. If you have the newer radios in your car, it shows you what station you're listening to. Now, here's the question I have to ask for you, ask of you. Did you notice? Me yes. or people in general? Well, you, because you looked at it in your car. You went down and looked at it in your car, correct? Yes. yes okay. I did. did you notice anything else on there? <laughs> um... No, but okay. what was I supposed to notice? I was I was just ecstatic that it was showing up. Is there a button on your radio where you can toggle through the messages on the RDS? I don't know the answer to that question. Okay, okay, never mind, because I put something on there. <laughs> what did you put on there? <laughs> You're out of characters, and it was something about me, wasn't it? No, there's another field that shows up in some radios, and it doesn't show up in other radios. So it may it may not show up in your radio. You may have to push a button. So to, what does it say? I'm not going to say. You'll have to see it for yourself. Brad, <laughs> when, when, it's raining and nasty outside. Yeah, and the point is, why don't you stay outside for a little bit longer, Shelly? <laughs> soak okay, in some of that. This is me not laughing. <laughs> soak in some of that liquid sunshine. <laughs> soak it in. Yeah, just that soak it. Just soak it right in. Just let it. Ah, oh, it feels so good. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, you don't think? Okay. Uh, so anyway, so it's and now I don't have time to tell the whole story, uh, but I knocked the station off the air last night for about a half hour. Okay, and I'm going like, what did I do? Okay, and once again, sometimes, and I'm not trying to pat myself on the back or any broadcast engineer the average person would show up to like a transmitter site and go oh my god how do you know how anything works especially yes that is true especially that transmitter site because if you look at our equipment next to the 971 stuff we're in the same tower as 971 out there in O'Fallon it's like it's like the spaceship enterprise okay it's like yeah okay you know what we'll, we'll pick this up next hour okay 659 we have to take a break it's almost seven o'clock it's 659
Okay. It is BS.show at 7.06. I'm Brad. She's Shelly. Together we make BS. Uh, and by the way, we want to make you aware of we have clients on this radio station who make this possible. No people just don't send us money like they do the God, Stod- God Squad stations. We have to go out and sell advertising. And one of those clients is Dr. Lant, L-A-N-T, at Four Circles Vision Therapy, right there on Highway JJ K. Lant. Right next Good to... Human. just Just next to, literally next to... Uh, the Fuse, Lou Fuse uh, Jeep dealership. If you have problems with your eyes, I told the story over 20 years ago, actually 21 years ago. You know what? My anniversary, I didn't talk about that. Am- anniversary was January 3rd of 2002. Anyway. Really? Yeah, 21 years. Um, I had surgery in my eye. All I can tell you is it didn't go well. It's never a good thing when a doctor is operating you and he says, O-S blank blank T. That's never a good thing. And that's what happened to me. Dr. Lant, of all the doctors I've seen through the years, he helped me the most, and I need to go see him again because I have some other problems, but that's a whole other story. Anyway, check him out, four, uh, four Circles Vision Therapy, and when I say vision therapy, he works with young people who have vision issues, which need some therapy, not necessarily Sweetie. surgery, but some therapy. And yes. it's sort of complicated, but if you have a student that maybe has problem reading or if you have a student that a young person that is in athlete in athletes and they deal with balls tennis balls baseballs basketballs footballs he can help them see that ball better and if you ever talk to these major league guys who are the big uh, major league baseball players who are the home run kings they all it all comes down to seeing the ball because that ball leaves the pitcher's hand at like 80 to 100 miles an hour, and you have a split second to make your decision as to if you're going to swing or not, and you got to have great eyes. And But there also has to be some training to that eye. Dr. Land can do that. Take him, Check him out. Four, four Circles Vision Therapy. Okay. And he's a lovely man. So I'm working at the crap or the Westplex transmitter site last night, and I go around the rack, big rack where our transmitter sits, and all of a sudden, the transmitter goes off the air. And I'm going, what in the world did I do? And I'm going through all the diagnostics. It's still on, but it's not transmitting. Off the air for about a half an hour. So I call the manufacturer's emergency number. Nice guy calls me back about 20 minutes later. I rubbed up against a connector that I didn't solder very well to begin with. And the solder connection broke. So, Old solder joint? Well, unfortunately, yes. And matter of fact, you saw me solder it. Because remember, we had to put that one goofy connector in the back of the transmitter. And I do I, remember that. And here we've got a transmitter site that has tools everywhere. No soldering iron. You know? I mean, yeah. like, so we literally went out and bought one. So I, I just literally pushed the connection back together. It's still on the air, I can tell, which is amazing. So I It is still on the air. Later today, I have to go back out and with my soldering iron and fix it for good. So if we go off the air again today, it's me pulling the plug, putting on the bench, soldering the connection, good, and then living it alone. And here's the problem I have yeah, right he's now. he's not going to San Diego today. Who's not? You. Okay. Here's, here's the problem I have. Once upon a time, we had Olive Electronics, we had Van Sickle, Van Sickle Electronics, we had the electronics, uh, uh, what do you call it, superstores on the Rock Road, we had Gateway. Gateway Electronics. There's nobody left. No. I can't, I can't go, if I need a microphone connector and what they call an XLR, I can't go buy one anywhere. I can't get Except my- Except for Amazon. 
Yeah, I can't. What I'm saying, I, I can't. I can get it through Newark. I can get it through Amazon. Oh yeah. Or yeah, even, yeah. even even Amazon doesn't have many many parts. They have like cable assemblies. You know, like a whole microphone cable yes, assembly. Yes, they do. They don't usually have parts. Okay. This has happened to me. I don't know how many times in the last couple of weeks. Gateway Electronics went out of business. I guess about a year ago. I could go into that Sniffle. place. I could go into that place, and I knew, like for example, any good mechanic or any good you know, technician that works on equipment, stuff like that, has spare parts because you know what normally breaks, okay? You know that this component is, for example, I probably have, and I'm not exaggerating, I probably have 2,000 fuses, okay? And I'm not exaggerating when I say that because I've got, and now they keep making different fuses. Once upon a time, it was, you had the little glass fuses in your car. Then you had the, what they call the ATOs. Now they go into all these goofy kind of things. And in my one vehicle, I blew one fuse, okay? One stinking little fuse cost me, it's a little tiny thing, nine bucks at the auto store, at the you know auto parts place. I'm going like, okay, this is uh-huh. ridiculous. So anyway, if, you, if I don't have it in stock, if I don't have it like as a spare, I can't, you know, something happens with one of our pieces of equipment and I have, to, I, you know, I'm, I'm screwed because I used to be able to go to, you know, Van Sickle or Olive or, or you know, or, or when you were with the FAA, where did you go? You went and bought parts, Gateway. didn't you? You, did you go to Gateway? Yes. But you probably had accounts at Olive and Van Sickle when they were around, right? But you probably had... I never went there. I only went to Gateway. But you had stuff... You had stuff... Um, you probably had a lot of spare parts as well, too, didn't you? Yes. Yeah, okay. So you had a bunch of spare parts. Okay. Yes, we did. You got to have spare parts. And one of those things. Okay. And micro tools. Yes. And you have to have a set of micro tools and SMD desoldering stations and stuff like that. People are going, what yes. the hell is he talking about? Yes. Everything's SMD surface mount devices. That's what everything is. Okay. Okay. Two things to talk about. Okay. One of them I should have talked about yesterday. What's I that? did. I forgot about. It. Okay. I preface this by saying I'm so tired of people using this excuse that people can't go vote. Okay. Martin Luther King's uh, day was Monday, okay? And yes. Joe Biden went down to Georgia and he preached at Martin Luther King's old church, which is now... Looking for a soul to steal? Well, I don't know. I mean, don't get me going about it. is the new guy who is the new senator who's also still the head pastor there. I have a problem with that. If he's a senator, be a senator. If he's a pastor, be a pastor. Don't do both, okay? Anyway. Yeah, isn't that like the ultimate church and state? Well, you'd think, but, you know, once again, I mean, but see... The interesting thing you talk about is they talk about separation of church and state. Technically, there's nothing in the Constitution that says that. There's nothing that says there's a separation of church and state. It's a thing they try to do. That's the whole idea. And if you know, we talked about taxes. The whole idea behind churches not being taxed is that's a carryover from England because the churches in England were not taxed because they were part of the government. Remember, that was the reason that a lot of the English people left England because they didn't believe in the Church of England. There was this, there was the, you know, England was the country and the Church of England was the church. It was the official church. It was run by the government. And to a certain extent, there's sort of, you know, once upon a time, there used to be a lot more of that in, in with the Roman Catholic Church in Italy, that the Roman Catholic Church sort of ran Italy, but that that's not the same. Anyway, let me keep going on this. Okay, I can't remember where I was going. Okay, so Biden goes down there and gives a speech, and once again, he tells how the Republicans are evil and blah, blah, blah. Martin Luther King III gets up, gets up and gives a speech. And what does he say? He talks about discrimination for black people, how they are not allowed to vote. 
I'm going like, I am so sick and tired of this. Okay. And once again, <clears throat> hold on a minute. If you remember, this started in Georgia and a little in recent history. This is in the last couple of years. The All-Star game was supposed to be in Georgia. And the Republicans changed the voter laws in Georgia. Okay? And everybody went, oh, my God, they're making this Jim Crow again. They're making it so the black people can't vote. They're doing that number. So they moved the the uh, All-Star game, the baseball All-Star game, to Denver. Okay? Now, Why? Because the, the people. That's going to make it easier for them? No, the people in Georgia, they're terrible people. They want the black people to vote. Okay. In this last election, do you know that they had more people than ever vote? They had the actual election in November, and then they had runoff between Herschel Walker and, and, and Warnock. They had that in December. And matter of fact, on the, on the, the uh, early voting, they set records. They, there were more people that voted in Georgia than had ever voted ever, 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 ever in the state of Missouri. And once again, the people say, look what the state of Missouri did. They put in the, the law. You have to have a driver's license or picture ID. Okay, I will say to you, if you are a normal human being on a daily basis, I've done this before. I have gone through a week where I've counted the number of times I've had people ask to see my ID, and sometimes it's double digits, okay? I tell the story about I go to pay That's my— That's because all you're doing is looking at weapons. No, 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 no. I go to, I go to the store mm-hmm. to pay my credit card bill, and they want to see my ID. I'm giving them money. And at one point in time, I got mad about that. I don't get mad, mad. I said to the lady, I go, ma'am, I, why do you need to see my ID? Here's my credit card. Here's cash. Why do you? So she says, well, I'll let the manager talk to you. So the manager comes over. He's very nice. You know, I wasn't mean or anything like that. I said to him, explain it to me. It would be different if I'm coming in the store and I go, hey, I lost my credit card. Can you give me a temporary card? And they go, well, we have to make sure you are. Because, you know, I could be anybody. I could be you. And right. I go, like, I'm going to go in the store and get a temporary credit card. And I'm going to ch- charge it to Shelly's account, right? So he says to me, he gives me this long-winded explanation about, well, sometimes we have this problem where someone is 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 is, is separated or they're divorced and their ex will come in here and try to get their their new account number by paying money. And I go, well, I don't know my account number. You know, and quite, quite honestly, here's the weird thing. That's one of the credit cards I don't have anymore because I lost my wallet. And I've never, I never declared that card stolen, okay? So it's somewhere because nobody's used it. Everything in that wallet, you know, I never declared any of it stolen or lost. I have three credit cards in that little wallet. None of them have been used. I check them all the time. None of them ever used. In other words, that wallet is sitting somewhere where nobody's found it. It's either, I don't know where it's at. Okay, but the point being is, and let me, I'm missing a point on this. Okay, and here's the interesting thing. If you get in your car and drive to the airport and jump on a plane and fly to Washington, D.C. and go to the Department of Justice, okay, the DOJ, guess what it takes to get into the DOJ? Um, a valid ID. A picture ID. What mm-hmm. does it take to get onto a plane? A picture ID. Yeah. So if you don't have a picture ID, you must be sitting in your house doing nothing. Because, I mean, you know, and for example, I mean, there was something the other day where I saw something that they were talking about the fact that they were going to start having people show their IDs to get into concerts. I'm going, what? I'm going like, what in the world is Why this? would they need that? I don't know. Don't ask me. 
But the the point being is, and I told you the story when I I had to drive to Kansas City for my first COVID shot. And on the way back, I'm listening to the Kansas City, one of the stations out of Jefferson City talk station. And they have one of the ladies who is a state rep at the time. And she's on this voter ID committee. And she says, the state of Missouri will get you a ID for free. And she says, if you don't have your documentation, we will do all the research for you for free. She said through the Secretary That's of State's true. office, they will do all the research for you. And once again, it's free. They don't charge you. You get a non-driver's license. They don't charge you. So why is it that people say, well, it's terrible. They won't let black people vote because they're asking for an ID. Okay, if you don't have an ID, you might sit at home all the time and do nothing. And and to me, here's the thing that bothers me about this, okay? Voting is not a right. It's a privilege, Okay. Like driving a car. Driving a car is not a right. It's a privilege. Okay? There's nothing in the... Like Speedex and Spandos? Right. It's not a right. It's a privilege. There's nothing in the Constitution that says that you have the right to vote. You have the right to drive a car. Okay? Once again, being basically the libertarian I am, think about this for a minute. If someone showed up at the driver's license bureau, if you're 16 years old and you walk in here and go, hey, I want a driver's license. I go, well, you got to take the test. You got to take the written test and the driving test. I don't want to do that. I just want the license. Okay, what would you say about that? You say, yeah, that's right. We shouldn't give a test. It shouldn't be any test. Anybody walks in the door should get a license, right? No. You have to show some competency, okay? So you words, do. There is a very small barrier to entry to becoming a driver on the roads. You have to read the book. You have to take the test, and you then you have to get in the car, and you have to go with the guy, the gal, drive you around. You have to parallel park. You can't run stop signs. You can't. You stop at red lights. You don't do over the speed limit. Blah blah blah. It's not that tough. Okay, there's a certain level of effort you have to exert to get that privilege to drive a car. Same thing. Levels, levels, I, I just, levels. I just can't. Rooftop. I just can't go out to the airport. I can't go out to Spirit and go. Oh, I like that little Cessna 152. I'm gonna go fly that. No, A, I'm be stealing. B, I don't have a license. And why is that? Be, they make you a license because when you're flying around there at the sky, if you don't know what you're doing, you might crash into somebody's house and kill somebody. Or you might have a passenger with you and kill the passenger. You'll kill yourself, but you kill the passenger as well, too. The point being is... You're such a ray of sunshine. Well, no, the, my point is that well, there are things, are. There are things in, in our day-to-day life that you have to exert a little bit of energy and intestinal fortitude to do. And if somebody will sit there and say, well, I can't vote because they won't let me vote, that is BS. And that's not Brad and Shelley. That is BS. Now, here's what here's where the Republicans are screwing up, okay? I'll give you this 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 this, this is free advice to Bill Eigel and people like that, okay? Mm-hmm. If the Republicans were smart, because the Democrats always want those nasty Republicans, they're terrible. They won't let black people vote. Not the case. Here's what the Republicans should be doing. Did Biden say that as well? Oh, he's always saying that. They, he's he's called he called the stuff in 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 Georgia Jim Crow two Jim Crow two Do you know what? What Jim, does that mean? Jim Crow was a law they put into effect uh, essentially. And once again, when minorities got the vote, when black people got the vote, some of the southern states made it tough for black people to vote. Let's be honest. They did. They had what they called a poll tax. In order for you to go vote, you had to pay a tax to go vote, which they declared illegal. Okay? That doesn't happen anymore. 
maybe on some very limited basis, someplace down in Mississippi, someplace in backwater Mississippi, there's maybe some white dude who, when a black person comes in, says, I'm sorry, you can't vote. But nowadays, all that black person has to do is call the DOJ, and there'll be 14,000 DOJ attorneys that'll trans, you know, that'll, that'll bounce into that town, and that guy will be thrown in jail. Okay, that's all there is to it. Okay, so the Republicans, what the Republicans should be doing is they should be saying, they should be saying, okay, we're going to take the offensive on this, and every week we're going to have a voter registration drive, and we're going to drive in the areas where you know where they claim that there's areas like they you know they talk about food deserts, certain parts of the city where mostly black people live. There's food deserts. There's no schnooks. There's no Deerbergs. Matter of fact, there was a big story recently that that Deerbergs is going to build a new store in Crestwood. You know this story. I don't. And the guy from the NAACP said, how come you're building more stores in North County? We, we want Deerbergs in North County. Well, there is a Deerbergs in North County. I've been into the place. It's right across the street from where I used to work. The Steak and Shake on on new, on uh, on Lindbergh is right across, was right across the street from where the Deerbergs is, okay? So he's yeah. saying that Deerbergs doesn't like black people because they don't have Deerbergs in North County when there's a Deerbergs in Florissant, okay? So in other words, they're saying, well, Deerbergs are only for white people. Okay, whatever. Who said that? This guy, this NAACP guy said that. Okay, so my point is the Republicans should literally go into black neighborhoods and knock on doors and say, hi, we're your friendly neighborhood Republicans. We want to make sure that everybody here can vote. And if somebody says, no, I can't vote, I don't have ID, well, let me help you. We'll be more than happy. You know, we'll, we'll get you all the documentation and we'll get you your, 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 your non-driver's license in the state of Missouri, which is free. You know, all we need is a few things from you. We'll be back next week, and we'll have all the paperwork for you. Okay? That's how the Republicans would win the stupid battle. But the problem is, the problem is, it's like somebody, and you know these people, somebody says, oh, I can't find a job. And you say, have you looked? Have you driven down any street and put where every every place has a now hiring sign? We've yeah. had we've had advertisers in this radio station hiring yes. the Budsy the Buddies people that, that bought a package right. specifically to advertise because they don't have enough people. There are places till this day. I told you know to this day they pay well. Well, I I told you the story. The guy that owns the that owns the the uh, the. Culver's in in or down in 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 the valley down in Ches- in Gumbo Flats, Chesterfield Valley. He yep. told me that the the Hardy's down there closes at four o'clock because they don't have enough people to run the night shift. And and he said that some of the places in the valley, some of the places you walk in the door as like a busboy at the restaurant, eighteen to twenty two dollars an hour. Now think about that for a minute. You know, eighteen. That's to- the kind of money you used to make. Uh, serving well that's the kind of money you used to make as a union person if you were a union yes, carpenter true. back in the day you got paid 18 you know 19 20 bucks an hour now they're making more than that but still that's damn good money it's, if, it's huge if you're if you're making 20 bucks an hour times 40 that's 800 dollars a week times 52 that's forty thousand dollars a year you know, is there? Hold on, let me let me do it right. Let me see. It might be more than that. I did it in my head. You know, I'm stupid. I can't do things in my head. Uh, hold on a minute. Uh, da, da, da. Are you going to the phone? I am going to the phone. Okay, calculator. Uh, okay. So there's... if I have the Z okay, Fold three thousand, <laughs> Ronco Foldomatic, <laughs> what Ronco. do you have? No, hold eight zero zero times fifty two. Forty one. I was you're... close. 
Ciphering. $41,600, okay? $41,600, that's decent money. I know you're going to say, well, that's not... I mean, you know, if you made $800 a week, let's say your take-home pay is 600 okay? Net or gross? Well, that's take-home. That's, that, okay. that's net. You know, in other words, you know, 800 top line, 600 bottom line. I'm just throwing out numbers, okay? Even 600 okay. times four is $2,400 a month, okay? If you rent an apartment... I know you're going to say, well, most apartments are like $1,000 a month. Okay, fine. You still got $1,400 left over. Okay. Well, food costs a lot. Yeah. You know what? If you shop right, you can eat, you know, you can eat cheap. You know what I mean? You can eat like me. You can go eat the kids meals and you figure that I, I, I eat kids, two kids meals a day, which is like 12 bucks times. Here, let's do Sometimes that. Sometimes the same kids meal. Ew. 12 like, bucks oh, times I'm sorry. 30. What was that man's name okay, that food, has that? Food is three. That hamburger shop. Food is three hundred seventy-two dollars a month. Okay, if I if I oh, spent yeah. twelve dollars, Freddy's. A, well, yeah, Freddy's. I can eat Freddy's. I can eat. You know, I can eat well yes, at you Freddy's. Can eat Freddy's. Culver's. I ate Holy Culver's moly. last night. Culver's seven dollars and forty cents. Their kids' menus keep going up, but with Culver's, I yeah, get. Yeah, but they give you a, a scoopy. I, I get. I get a big old burger. I get the regular size burger, not a kids burger. Big old burger, scoop of French fries, soda. And a Sunday with, if they call it novelty topping, which I've still never been able to yes. figure out what novelty topping is. That's what they call it. And for seven bucks, I mean, like, come on. You know, you go to the store, you know, they talk about a pound of hamburgers, $10 now. Okay, go to Culver's, eat, eat the kids' menu. I do it all the time. Nobody's ever challenged me. So I'm saying, knock it off with the stupid voting stuff. Anybody who wants to vote can vote. And, the, and, and I, I, once again... I hate it when these politicians use, well, look at that. those those white people, those evil white people. What let the black people vote? Not the case. You know, knock yourself out. If you really want to vote, you can do it, and it won't cost you anything. And no, even nowadays, the people, well, how do I get to the polls? I can't get in the car and go to the polls. Guess what? You know, once again, you know, on voting day, there are organizations you can call that will come pick you up. And they'll drive you to the polls, and they'll drive you back home for free, you know. And don't well, I can't, you know, you know. It's like the thing: I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. You know, Henry Ford didn't become a multimillionaire by saying, "Oh, I can't figure out how to make an engine. I can't figure out how to make a car." You know, you know, Elon Musk didn't get to where he's at. Like, so there's no way I could figure out how to put a rocket ship in the air. There's no way I could figure out how to make a car that runs on electricity. He said to himself. I'm going to do these things. And he did it. Okay, I'm done. Are you done? (laughs) Like stick a fork in you, you're done? The smartest woman says, move on, this is boring. Okay. (sighs) But now I can't take a little nap. (laughs) Wow. Aren't you nice? (laughs) Aren't you nice? How'd that feel, buddy? Okay. 729. (laughs) <laughs> Every time I hear that song, for some reason, I feel really blue. I don't know why. Why? I feel blue. I don't know why. I just feel blue. <laughs> Never mind. I'm evidently missing something. Why do you feel blue? <laughs> I'm making a stupid joke because the original version of that song was, I, it's not, I'm good. I'm blue. I'm blue. Blue, 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 blue. That's the original song. Is that true? Yes. It is not. Yes. Who would write something like that? That's silly. Hold on. Let me hear. Hold on a minute. 
Oh, somebody had a problem with that. <laughs> You're getting dinged left and right. Wow. Okay. okay, here. The original song is by, who is it by? I can't remember who is it by. You never heard the original song? Uh-uh. Hold on. It's, was it by her? No, it's not by her. Oh, it's well, by who was it? I don't know, the Blue Man Group. I don't know. <laughs> I'm looking no, it up. They Hold on a minute. <laughs> yeah, they, they just, just they just play I, weird I instruments. I actually, actually met, met them. I know, they've told me about it too. Oh, they did not. Yeah, they call me up and they go, "Wait, we met Shelly, boy, she's weirder in person than she is on the air." No, they didn't say that to you because oh. I know. Hold on a minute. I got I to gotta watch the Peloton ad first. Okay. Hold on a minute. I don't want to do that. Hold on a minute. God, God. Okay, I'm blue. And who is the song? Blue, 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 I'm blue, 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 they're my favorite group. Yeah, Eiffel sixty five. Okay, I'm gonna what? have I'm gonna have to edit this out of the of the thing because I can't play copyrighted music on the thing. Hold it. Here's the original song. I'm blue, 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 blue. See, they redid the, the song instead of I'm blue. It's well, I like I'm the good. new rendition better than that one. Oh, well, the original one was Ew. sort of weird to begin with. It was you know by a bunch of you know. Let's let's be honest. You know, most people in the music business are. It's just like like for example. You go back and you can find it real easily. You can find the original audition. Here, I can even find it super quick. Um, Harry Styles, the original audition, H-A-R-R-Y, Styles, S-T-Y-L-E-S. His original thing on, I think it was Britain's Got Talent, original style, Harry Styles, original audition. There it is right there. Okay. And he comes out. And he looks like a normal kid, you know, normal kid. There, they show him, you know, he's got sort of long hair, he's got long curly hair, and he gets out on stage with, and there's an interview behind stage, okay, and here he is. Tell me a bit about you. Um, I work in a bakery. What do you do in the bakery? Um, I like serve the cakes in like the shop. Bit. Okay, and what's popular at the moment? Sorry. What's popular? In the shop. Yeah. Um, the Viennese fancy is always a favourite. Yeah, I like those. Okay, he's a, normal, he's a normal kid, okay? He's got yeah. a sweater on, he's got a shirt, he's got a hair. Now he wears bizarre weird clothes, and he's got, you know, I'm going like, okay, be yourself. I mean, you know. That maybe that is himself. Well, okay. <laughs> Judgy me, McJudgerton. Okay, <laughs> I like that. Very good. Judgy McJudgerton, like Bodie McBoatface. You know where that came from? No. Do you know the story on Bodie McBoatface? No. <laughs> <laughs> the English, the English spent like gazillion dollars on on some new research vessel, and they had a contest, and they they would let the public name this new research vessel. It was like some boat, like oceanic explorer kind of boat or something like that. So some guy started this campaign to name the boat Bodie McBoatface. <laughs> Oh, that's cute. <laughs> and it won. But, of course, did did they name it Boating McBoatface? No, of course not. So in other words, because Because it's the government, and they lied. They say, hey, we're going to have a contest, and the most popular name suggestion is going to be the name of this new boat. So <laughs> people started. And so what's interesting is now with that Boating McBoatface, they, they use it all the time. What did you call it? it was, you called it. What did you call it? You called it. What did you just say? I forgot what you said. Something, something, something like everybody. 
Judgy McJudgeon. Judgy yeah. See, and there's been stuff all over the world that's now people are making fun of it. Like there's Trainy McTrain face and stuff like that. <laughs> you know, anyway. Okay, so so here he is on, you know, nobody knew who this kid was. Here he is right here. Uh, millionaire shortbread. Big seller. And what's on the way down? Ooh. Donuts? White Coburg. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? White, it's like a white loaf, and it's like a circle, and it's got like a cross on the top. Okay, and that's going down. And what about donuts? Oh, donuts are good. Yeah. See, he's, 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 he's an average kid. He works at a bakery. Now he wears weird clothes and does weird stuff. Bring back the original Harry Styles. I much appreciated him, you know? People get, when they get fame, fancy, you know? It's just like Howard Stern. Howard Stern has done a 180. Howard Stern was always against the man. He was always fighting the man. Howard Stern is now the man. Get what I'm saying? Hello? I do get what you're saying. Howard and I don't know how I feel about that. Howard actually. Stern was always the guy fighting the system. Now Howard yes. Stern is the system. I fight authority and authority always right. wins. <laughs> blah, 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 yeah, blah. No. I fought the law and the law won. Da, 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 law won. Da, 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 but I didn't da, shoot da, the deputy. <laughs> Boy, you're just full of them this morning, aren't you? <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so, oh, so much. the idea being is you get rich and famous like Howard Stern. Howard Stern's to the point where he works two days a week now. You know, it's just like it's just like here in a radio business. You had Guy Phillips when he went over to 97.1. And Frank Opinion, oh, look, I don't want to work Fridays. I want to work just Monday through Thursday. Butthead, lazy butt. You know, if you're going to be on the radio, work five days a week. I mean, Jesus, early in the, in the radio but business. But don't you expect them to work more than two hours a day? Don't I expect them to work? It's like, it's like Ryan Seacrest. Like this past weekend, Ryan, Ryan, I listen to American Top 40 again, okay? Hey, it's Ryan. I'm not, I'm, I'm not here this week, but instead Jax is here. Okay, I don't want to hear Jax. Okay, nothing Who's against Jax? Me. She's the gal that did the, the um, she did the, uh, the um, Victoria's Secret song. You know, Victoria's Secret. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's Jax. Buddy. Okay, so. An old dude. He, see, here, here's what happens now with, the, with American Top 40 and Ryan Seacrest. I know I. What's I, that? I, he goes into a studio. And he says, here's what he do. Hey, that was number 40. Here's coming number 39. Hey, that was number 39. Here's number 38. Wow, number 38 was good, but 37's better. That's what he does. He goes in the studio for like five minutes, does the entire show, and he's gone. And now you get these crappy show. You don't get the, the dead dog letters or anything like that. You did with Casey Kasem. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? I do. It's like talking, listening to Delilah. No, what Casey Kasem, there's a classic. <laughs> I, I'd pull it up and play it, but I might get the uncensored version where in the middle of the recording session, he did, he did the thing where he did the letters to Casey. Dear Casey. My dog, my dog passed away about a month ago, and I still miss my dog. And you know, and and then Casey stops and he goes, "Who gives me this stuff? I'm I just come out of an up tempo song, and I'm screaming my lungs out in an up tempo song, and I'm doing a, a dedication for a dead dog, a dead dog." He goes on and on and on. He's mad, and the, at the time he's he's telling he's just get get Tom on the phone. Tom is a pretty executive producer. Get Tom on the phone. I don't want to do this thing about dead dogs. You know, so it gets all was mad. Was he on the air? No, it was the recording. They weren't. They didn't do those live. But oh, okay. once again, Casey Casey was a personality, and 
Look, I know I you know, am I jealous of Ryan Seacrest? You're damn right I am because he's totally making jealous. he's making tons of money and he's got a TV show and I'm here talking to Shelly, you know? <laughs> okay, bite me. <laughs> but but I'm up here showing up almost every day. See, we've our other and station it's, and it's a problem with you? No, our other station has gone to podcast, okay? And we don't play music anymore. Don't play any music. And people go But like, we're pod jocks. We're, we're I'm a pod jocks. I I'm not giving you the title yet. I'm still thinking about that. Okay. Excuse <laughs> the, me. The jury's still out. <laughs> She's Okay, so What? No, the, so the idea being is you no, talk, no, 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 no. Hold, hold. Let's circle back to what you just said. I'll tell you in a minute. Let me finish the story, okay? So you talk to young people, like the 30 minus crowd, okay? The 30 minus crowd, and they'll go, I don't like talk radio, okay? Do you like podcasts? Oh, I love podcasts. Podcasts are talk radio. That's all it is. It's Joe Rogan sitting in the studio for an hour or two hours. It's like Larry King sitting in the studio on the radio talking to people. That's what ta- that's what podcasting is. Now, I know it's a little bit different. There's some they tell stories than investigative reporting and stuff like that. But most podcasts is two monkeys sitting in front of two microphones talking back and forth to each other. That's what podcasting is. Okay, Adam Carolla, whoever you know. There's, there's, okay, that's all it is. But see, the crazy thing about it is, the difference is, it's linear versus nonlinear. You and I are live on the air. You and I are right now live on the air. But we could be like Ryan Seacrest, and we could just, you know, go into a studio and go, okay, we've got two hours to fill between six and eight. Hey, hey, it's it's six oh one. Hey, it's six oh two. Hi, Ryan Seacrest. It's six oh three. Hey, wasn't that a great song? Hey, I'm Ryan Seacrest. Good morning to you. Six oh four. Hey, boy, what a great day it is. Sun's going to come up today. It's going to be a great day. I'm Ryan Seacrest. It's 6.05. And you record that stuff, and then some engineer splices it all together, puts music in. Ryan Seacrest in and out of the studio in five minutes. He's done a two-hour show. You and I slave over hot microphones for two hours every morning. I mean, we just, you know, the sweat's dripping off our brows. And then I have to (laughs) sit there, and I have to, like, harbor all the feelings that you've uh, invoked in me during this two-hour lovely time. Wow. Thanks for sharing. Huh? Thanks for sharing. Well, it's it, the struggle's real because then I got to <laughs> deal with it all day. Oh, my. I'm not mean to you. What are you talking about? Snarky uh, and mean. I'm not. Oh, okay. By, by the way, we'll talk about this next break. The German police have, have detained Greta. <laughs> Have they really? Oh, yeah. It's Didn't act- she get arrested? Yeah, she got arrested. You know. But see, here's the interesting thing. This what? is why she's different than us. We'll talk about it next break. There's so many people different than us, Brad. Okay. Uh, it is 746. She is so talented. Megan Trainer. good morning to you, 750. It's BS. BS.show is our web address. That's just like it is. I had somebody the other day says, is bs.show.com? No, it's just bs.show. .show is now a TLD, for those of you in the know. You know what a TLD is, right? You know what a TLD is, don't you, Shelly? It's a tilde. <laughs> it's a tilde. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, Greta Thunberg, Thun, Thunberg, whatever, T-H-U-N-B-E-R-G. You know who I'm talking about? How dare you? That, I do. Her, okay. She was arrested in Germany. It's interesting because they are they are destroying a village in Germany. It's called um, I can't pronounce these German names. It's some weird little. It's called Luzeretha, Germany. 
Uh, and here, I, here's the this is from Reuters. Climate, climate campaigner Greta Thunberg was detained alongside other activists on Tuesday during protests against the demolition of a coal mine of Luthenswasser, L-E-U-T-Z-R-E-R-A-T-H, but the entire group would be released later in the day, according to police. What they did was the German government gave them approval to take this village and essentially eradicate it so they can go and get coal. So they moved these people. They got them new houses. This area where this village was built is very, very rich in coal. And they weren't going to let them do this. But you know the problem that Germany has? They don't have enough energy right now because they relied on all this natural gas and other and oil from German or from Russia, and with Russia people, you know the Russians attacking Ukraine, they don't want that anymore. And matter of fact, I think Putin turned off the gas line. So okay, fine, you don't get my gas. So now they're struggling because Europe doesn't have, and especially Germany does not have not does not have enough energy, and they're going back to coal. And the crazy thing about it is, you know, Greta's all got her panties in a wad over this because of the fact that, that oh my God, we can't have coal. But it's like, okay. And the German government's essentially said, we either have coal or we have people who are going to freeze. Which one do you like? And she says, let the people freeze. That's what she said. She said, she let. She definitely has an agenda, doesn't she? And she, then she said, let them eat cake. <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> no, but see, the interesting thing about this is, once again, don't get this wrong. I'm a guy who's been fascinated by electric cars since the, what, the EV1? Was that, I told you the story. I'm sorry, but to me, those those electric cars are just pitas because I you can't make a long distance trip because you have to, you can't just like pull there, in. Okay. There Get was your charge and go. I believe you have to wait for two hours. Well, I, it's funny you should mention that. I believe it was Wall Street Journal. They had a reporter who they gave her an electric car, and she went from someplace down in Texas up to in the Northeast, and she wrote a story about this. And they they detailed their days and their traveling and the whole bit. And she said they spent more time in charging stations than they did sleeping. This was like over a three-day period. They drove. That doesn't surprise. Me. <laughs> so <laughs> they drove from Texas up to someplace in the Northeast, like New York City or something like that. And so New think, York City. think about that for a minute. Okay, unless you go in to like Wally's or Bucky's or place like that, and you spend like forty-five minutes. Typically, if you even got like a big truck, like let's say with a 30, 35 gallon, you know, some of these pickup trucks have 35, 40 gallon tanks. Okay? Yeah, they're pretty sporty. It takes you, you can make a pit stop. You go in, you know, you, you pull up to the pump, you put the pump in your, in your, in your fuel filler door, you hit the, you know, the thing, you, you put the little catch on so the thing's got to automatically fill your tank. You go inside, you go to the bathroom, you buy a big gulp and a, a bag of chips on the way out. You know, the thing's clicked off, your gas tank's full, you jump in your car, 10 minutes, okay, right? 10-minute pit right. stop. Okay. That's exactly my point. <laughs> Charging your car, different situation. You know, you got to sit there. So, And once again, if people don't know this, the charging stations, not all of them are what they call the superchargers, whatever Tesla has. No, they're not. Some of them are slow chargers, and it depends they upon... Are. And it depends upon... The and charger some of them have been there for years. Well, it depends upon the charger and, and what kind of charging equipment and where it's at. Because well, in, like Five Guys or is it Five Star? Which over guy? there off Zoom Bell? 
Oh yeah, yeah. That's the Tesla tar- charging station. No, it's mass. That's Smashburger. Smashburger. Oh, that's right. Right. That's if you know what we're talking about. The uh, Deerberg Shopping Center, right there at Zumble and Seventy. It's like a big L. And if you're sitting in the parking lot looking straight ahead, you see the front of Deerberg's. But if you look off to your left, there's like an L that goes the you know to different direction that a right angle to the Schnook store. At the very right. end of that of uh, that little L, there is a Smashburger. And in the parking lot, there is a Tesla charging station. And they have the superchargers there. But if you look, they got a big old monstrous transformer stuff like that. In some places, they can't put that big a transformer. It's like, a, like I told you, if you can get a 110-volt charger for your car that you can plug into an outlet in your garage, okay? But that's what they call, that's, I can't remember if, it's, if the levels will go down or up. Let's say that's a level one charger, which is like the, the, the worst charger, okay? If your car battery is dead and you plug your car into one of those chargers, it may take two or three days to have your car charged. Okay? Why? Because there's not enough juice going into oh, it. Oh, because they're not the supercharger. It's just a little tiny charger. It's like a triple right. charger. You know, but, and see, the people, like, act, act, you know you know who the guy we should talk to about this? We should call up Caleb because the fact that his company, I don't know if he does a lot of this, but I know he's done some of them. In order to put in one of the higher chargers, you have to run 240 volt you have to run like a dryer outlet. You know how you get your dryer if you have an electric dryer, electric stove. You have a big old monstrous plug in the back that plugs into a special yes. plug, and it's got big old thick wires, like you know, like six four gauge wires that are super expensive. And you put a big old man monstrous circuit breaker in your circuit breaker box. Yeah, that's what it takes for one of the good chargers. And that's not even the top of the line charger. That's like a level three or something like that. The Teslas are like level are five. They two phase or three? There it's all well the your home's all single phase electricity unless you live in a well warehouse. not ours ours no you have two you have single you don't have three phase you have regular no we do have a three phase you do not have three phase electric in your house <sighs> okay I guarantee you don't have three phase okay. electric in your house there's no way in hell you have three three phase because, because you've ever been in my home no in most residential areas they don't have three phase. Three phase is usually in industrial areas. If you get into, like, for example, if you go out in the rural area, you never see three phase. How do I know this? David has a grizzly, Shelly, a bandsaw. Shelly, you don't have three phase electricity in your house because you don't, your, okay. your neighborhood's not wired for three phase. It's not. Okay. Because, you know how I know this? You know, this is the nerd in no, me. No, Brad, how do you know this? Because 758? most transmitter sites for radio stations are out in the middle of nowhere. And the problem is most of them don't have three-phase electricity. So you're limited to the, 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 the size of the transmitters you can have because you can only run so many watts on a single phase, on essentially on a regular 240, 240-volt, you know, you know, two-pole two uh, feed. You have, in your house, you have two-pole, 240 volts electricity. I guarantee that's what you have. You don't have three-phase in your house. Okay. If you live in an industrial area... No, no, I you just, are MacGyver. No, I'm just saying, if you live in an industrial area, if you lived in like an industrial park, yes, I'd say, yeah, probably have three phase. But you don't live in an industrial park. You live in the rich people's neighborhood. You live in... in, in yeah, which has brand new, beautiful concrete in front of my house. <laughs> which has got... With big, stains, huge stains. oil stains. <laughs> that's up high, and down. You know who I'm calling? That's hydraulic fluid, too. That's my, not, I know what it it's is. It's not all my oil. My councilman. <laughs> You're going to call Mike Elam and give him the... Read, read yes, him the, I am. Read him I the ride. He's my councilman. Is, he wasn't before. Is he your councilman? But then they changed districts, so, so is, I don't know. Is Elam your councilman? Is he? 
No, he was across Pisker. Who's who's your councilman now? Um, I don't know now. Oh, that's terrible. Before who's, it was white. Who's your state rep? You know, I do not know that. Who's your state senator? I got nothing. Who's your U.S. rep? <laughs> Seriously, I, I I I'm good with. Um... Who's your Who's your president? <laughs> <laughs> Who's your daddy? Don't even get me on that. <laughs> Who's your daddy? Yeah, okay. We got to go. It's 7.59. Say goodbye. You got three seconds. Have a great day, everybody. Peace, I fly, and happy hump day. That was yeah. too long. It's 8 o'clock now. Have you heard about Salt River Automotive? Not only are we open for business and ready to serve you, we are sponsors of the BS in the Morning Show on Westplex 107.1. Check us out on Facebook at Salt River Automotive, LLC. See you soon.